Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX 407. We are taking it back over from Michael Calhoun. If we have new developments or if there are any more press conferences, we will go back to those. Uh, at this point... I will open up the phones, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. If you have uh, thoughts, uh, especially if you uh, had loved ones there, if, uh, you know, anyone who has experience about what happened today, we'll be talking to Senator Steve Roberts, who was in uh, Union Station when it broke out in just a couple of minutes from now. We've spoken to a few of our friends, uh, most of them legislators uh, from Jefferson City who were there, but to a person, they have been too upset to talk about it. So we'll be talking to several of them tomorrow. Uh, but uh, most of them that we've talked to have been too upset to talk about it today, just a little too close. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I mean, speaking of close, this is about as close to home as you come without being in our own city, given that the, the Chiefs have become our adopted football team. Uh, thousands of people uh, from St. Louis were at the party today. My own daughter, who goes to KU, was supposed to go to the uh, parade and the party with her friends, but had to turn in an assignment or something and didn't go. Not to say that had she gone, she would have uh, been hurt, but she certainly would have been in harm's way. A lot of people whose kids did go, a lot of people who were there with their kids. Uh, when you hear the interview with Steve Roberts, it's really going to... Uh, I talked to him about 40 minutes ago, and he really does a great job of putting in, per, in perspective what it was like to be there and actually hear the gunshots and see the people running. And one of his uh, colleagues has a background in therapy, and there were kids without their parents because everyone just scattered. And so this fellow legislator, who hopefully we'll talk to tomorrow, was literally counseling with people and with these kids mm. because it just was within seconds of it happening. Yeah, I mean, even if, like you said, Dave, even if you're not in harm's way, living with the trauma of going through an experience like this, I mean, so many thousands of people are going to remember this for the rest of their lives and remember how they felt on this day. Yeah. Well, here's what we know, just in case, because I texted my niece, Aura, in Dallas and said, uh, anyone you know in Kansas City? And she said, no, why? Oh, crap. Then I had to say, well, there's yeah. been a mass shooting. But a lot of people uh, have been in meetings or doing something. Here's what we know. 
two people are in custody after a uh, Super Bowl rally shooting. Between 10 and 15 people were hit. Uh, one is confirmed to be dead. The others are in various levels of, uh, of extremists now at the uh, various hospitals ar- around the area. The two people, both men, as I understand it, are in custody. Uh, Wheeler was showing me video of one of them being tackled by people at the party. Yeah, fans that were there. There was somebody trying to run through a crowd, and two, three, four guys kind of turned and lunged and grabbed him, and they all wrestled for a little bit. And I would say maybe 20, 30 seconds later, the police were there, and they were handcuffing this guy. I mean, we all, we seem to say this after every one of these, and I've covered 20 now, probably. Yeah. But it could have been so much worse. That many people packed into that small of a space. We don't know what kind of firearms these people had. We don't know what their motives were. We don't know anything about them. The only amateur psychologist thing I would say is that going into a situation like this, I doubt these guys planned on coming out. Mm-hmm. I mean, how the hell are you going to get out of there? Yeah. I mean, the only thing we, the thing we don't know yet, though, was... Was this the result of an altercation and someone just started shooting? Right. Or was this actually planned? planned like, it, let's have a, you know, because today is the anniversary of Parkland. And, you know, I there, know that. Yeah, there are, you know, I don't think that we don't know that there's any connection. Uh, there is another, by the way, there was another shooting at uh, the Gardens Mall in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, which, by the way, is six miles from Roger Dean Stadium. So there was a police presence there, too. But th- that's the thing is we don't know yet exactly what is behind the shooting. We yeah. don't know if it's um, if it's your typical mass shooter or if there was a fight or if this was a targeted and, thing know, or that's what. A, it's a good human point because I've been sitting here watching and listening to this now with everyone else for the past couple of hours and it never entered my mind that it was anything other than right. a pre-planned because uh, it's all we see. It's all we see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Danny online too. Danny, thanks for calling in. Go ahead. Uh Yes, and in light of this horrific tragedy, I really hope that it brings maybe some national attention to Missouri's asinine gun laws and maybe some pressure brought to bear to have these crazy gun laws looked at, changed. And I guess that would be my only hope of prayer. And, and Danny, I'm not being a smartass at all because I agree with you. I own guns. Uh, I'm a Second Amendment person, but uh, I am reasonable and I'm rational and I'm sane. And I personally am not reasonably worried about the Gestapo coming and taking my gun from me. Could it happen? Yes. Has it happened before? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen in Missouri? No. And for that reason, I am wide open to listening to, uh, I'll use the word, sacrifices. Things that, uh, as a gun owner, I might not want to do. I might find it inconvenient. But if it saves a life or if it makes us feel safer when we're with our kids at the mall or at church or synagogue, then by all means, let's have those discussions. But if you had to put a percentage on progress, what would what percentage would you put on it, Danny? I, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer for that. It just it's crazy that our police officers face civil uh, compensatory or uh, civil penalties yeah. um, for enforcing a gun law, a federal gun law. Yeah. It, you know, it's just crazy. And who knows? These shooters may not be from Missouri, but right. Thank you, Danny. Let's talk to Diego in line three. Diego, you're up. Go ahead. 
Hey, I uh, just wanted to call in. And you guys said if you have friends or family up there. I have a lot of close friends. Some are like family. Uh, when I got the, the Odyssey news alert of the shooting, I, my heart dropped into my stomach. Uh, it's the only way I get my news. So I started firing off texts and everyone's okay. Uh, I do have one really close friend who works at a restaurant up there. And she said a bunch of, not victims, but people who were there. So I guess they, you could still call them victims, uh, came in and we're talking to her. And it's just, man, we got to do something. <laughs> I mean, I've been in the Air Force for seven years and I'm, I'm not an infantryman or anything, but you go over there and you spend significant portions of your life and you, you get through it because you think, all right, well, I'm keeping people safe, keeping people free, and then you come home and, I mean, kids are dying in our streets. Diego, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your phone call. It's powerful. That's about as well put and as to the point as you can get, right? I mean, we always talk about how much we honor and we should honor the men and women serving the country, and here you have somebody making a really strong, important point. Yeah. And how many people of import will actually listen to that? We would love to take your phone call. You guys can put yourself in our position. When this happens, we don't know much more than you do. We have a great newsroom, you know, 10 feet behind me, and they're working right now to get every detail we can, but it's very fluid. And about all we can do is keep you up to date, take your phone calls, have these conversations. Yes, it does get sickeningly, disgustingly old to do this. Uh, to the point that both Danny and Diego made, it just does not seem to change. It's above my pay grade how to change it. If I had an answer, I'd give it to you. If it was a difficult answer, you're not going to like the pill you're about to swallow. I would give it to you anyway, but I don't know much more than you do about it. No. Let's just talk just to, a quick update. Yeah. Um, the Kansas City Police tweeted a second ago that there's another um, news conference coming up at 5 o'clock with updated okay. information. So. We okay. will learn something at five. So uh, Senator Steve Roberts was there uh, on the ground, very close to it when it happens. And we interviewed him a few minutes ago. We are talking to Senator Stephen Roberts. Uh, Stephen, I know each other a little bit, both on the FBI advisory board, spent some time together in D.C. over the summer. Uh, Steve, thank you so much. Uh, terrible time to be talking, but we really appreciate your time. Please tell us your story. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the day it started out wonderful. You know, everyone excited about the Chiefs' victory. I mean, some wonderful performances with the players. Um, and then at the end of the event, um, all of us were, as you can imagine, extremely shot, shocked to hear gunshots. Um, you know, folks, we ran inside the Union Station, and then there was additional gunfire there. Uh, you know, everyone was trying to run for cover um, uh, to to get away from the danger. Um, I, I got to say, I think law enforcement did an exceptional job as far as being in place and making sure that people were safe, that no one got trampled. Um, but it, it was an extremely chaotic scene at, at Union Station today. And it's so unfortunate. Senator, how close to this were you when it was happening? Uh, I was inside Union Station when um, the, the other round of gunshots went off. And we've all played this out in our mind, right? Uh, all of us, especially those with kids, you're sitting in an Applebee's. You're like, what would I do if I heard gunshots? And then now you've lived through this. What was the actual experience like as opposed to what you've always thought it might be? I mean, it, it's one of those things that I, I don't think anyone can, can prepare for until they're actually in that situation. Um, I mean, you've got a massive group of people, um, you know, trying to get away from the danger in that situation. Um, you know, it, it's 
Uh, I mean, I was speaking with a gentleman who um, was trying to find his wife and, and children. You know, they got separated. A lot of folks, kids, were, you know, trying to find their parents. I'd like to say, um, give a shout out to Representative Carrie Engel, um, just with her background in social work, was staying around, you know, speaking with children, um, trying to make sure everyone was, was okay. Um, and, and, such a, a traumatic situation because as you can imagine people were scattering all over the place and families were split apart and you had husbands wives children all looking for their their parents you know their their siblings their mothers their fathers Stephen, thank you so much for uh for being with us today hang in there going to be a difficult night and uh all the best to everyone there and all of your colleagues thank you so much senator thank you Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX 424 on the dot. So if you're just tuning in, there has been a shooting at the Kansas City Super Bowl rally. And uh, we have Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman. Uh, The senator is a Republican from the 22nd District uh, around Arnold. She joins us now. Senator, sorry to meet you under these circumstances, but we really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just walk us into what you were doing and what happened. What did you see? So like thousands of Missourians across the state, my dad and I went to go watch the help celebrate the Kansas City Chiefs' incredible victory. And um, we were at the rally site right at um, the train station, and the rally had just ended. Um, My dad and I were walking in, and he went to go use the bathroom, and I was holding our coats, and... I saw one person running and then a lot of people running and then more people like stampeding through uh, the train station and I heard a gunshot and then I went into where my dad was with the bathrooms and the police came in and cleared everybody, like did a search and then brought everybody into the middle of Union Station and held us there and then had us walk out. onto waiting buses where we sat for about, I I have no sense of time, but we sat and waited and then they cleared us and drove us back um, to Kaufman Stadium, which was sort of where we met up this morning to get down there. Um, I don't even really have a lot of information. I'm driving on I-70, headed home right now. Um, We just, there's not really cell service and then, you know, got in the car and not really texting or anything. But I got a call asking if I would say what happened. And I don't have any more information other than to say that the response from law enforcement was incredible. I saw police officers running towards the gunfire um, and a massive response. Um, just an incredible logistics response from the entire city of Kansas City and the emergency response teams. Um, I'm hearing reports that there's maybe 10 or 15 people injured and and some dead, maybe one. I don't know. Like I said, I don't. Yeah, I understand. I understand. The lines are all jammed. So when we were sitting on the buses, you couldn't get a phone call in or out or even text messages in and out. Mary, how's your dad? 
Mary, it's actually it's Mary Elizabeth. Um, my dad's doing fine. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Yes. And I asked your colleague, uh, Steve Roberts, I know that you were there with some uh, uh, other of your legis- fellow legislators. I asked him, we've all ran through this in our heads. We've all watched the stories. We've all cried over this with our friends. You've lived through it now. Um, what was the reality of it like in that moment? Um, so when you see people starting to run the thing I was worried about was a stampede and why are they running? Um, I don't really think that there's a lot of time to kind of think and process. What I will say is that I, I didn't, I felt hesitant, but not unsafe. And I was worried about, you know, there were people that were separated from their children or people that were separated from their spouses. And so, you saw people kind of calling, asking on the edges of the crowd, like people's names, you know, is Sylvia there? Anybody seen Sylvia? That kind of a thing. Mm. So I think it's more of an immediate response of trying to help people find their people understand. than it is what's going on broader. The uh, response from the police was so fast, and there were so many law enforcement officers I mean, I really, like, I can't say enough good things about that response. And then the, the team and the organization, the city, the first responders, everybody sort of, I logistically, to try to move those hundreds of thousands of people and to evacuate them safely and secure the area was unbelievable. You are listening to Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman from the 22nd District. Uh, Senator, thank you so very much. We're so glad that you and your dad are good. Uh, I hope uh, just, you know, hope you can get home and, and relax a bit. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so very much. Yeah, thank you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, guys. DGS on KMOX 442 covering another shooting with you. So some new information. CBS is reporting, and I'm just going to put this in my own words. You'll, you'll be able to watch television tonight. 
broadcast cable, continue to listen to Camel X for total information PM. But CBS is reporting that basically uh, they do not believe that this is a terrorist attack. They don't believe that this was some sort of a planned mass shooting. Uh, There are pictures online you can go to to see two men who are in handcuffs and they appear to be the two primary suspects. One of them appears to be the guy who was tackled by some of the uh, the uh, party goers. So they think that this was a, an argument gone bad, uh, an argument that turned into gunplay, which we have seen many, many, many times here in our own city. Uh, so not surprising. Uh, we are having a little miniature discussion uh, off the air about, you know, you can't say which is better, which is worse. Maybe which is scarier, which yeah. is less scary. Which is because my own little my own little angel Phoebe was supposed to be there today. Mm-hmm. Now she would have been there with tens of thousands of people, but still, that's too close for my comfort. Mm-hmm. So I could argue both ways. You know, some freak in his mom's basement with you know Cheerios uh, on his chin who's filling up notebooks because he hates Horton hears a who or just a couple of real bad people idiots who go into a giant crowd of people with guns and then get into some sort of a who's the better this or that and end up shooting 15 people i i kind of agree with what rage said i i think that the this scenario scares me more because mm. it seems more random. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously no, they're both a, a blatant disregard for other people's lives, right? But there's something about you're supposed to be there having a good time. The fact that they didn't even plan to have an alter, I mean, maybe they did in some way because they were carrying firearms. Like, why do you even have that at that situation? Yeah. It's, it's a weird place to bring a gun. Um uh, and I'm sure people listening now are like, I bring my gun everywhere. It's not strange yeah. at all. Well, it's strange when you're going to use it for no reason, and then you're going to injure all these people. Well, it's that's, just... that's the good guy, bad guy argument. Right, right, right. You just right. don't know which yeah. is which in advance. Good guys would not have done this. Right. Only bad guys would do this. Right. That's why good guys have to have guns. And like I said, I'm not. we're not going to get political about it here and start the conversation. We'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm open. <laughs> I'm open. If I were there, I probably wouldn't take my gun into a situation like that. But if I were and a couple of terrorists, white nationalists, jihadists, whoever start opening fire, I would hope. I don't know because I've never been under fire before, Mm -hmm. literally, figuratively. But I would hope that I would use my weapon to defend myself, my family, people around me. That being said, I would rather nobody had a gun there. Right? I mean, nobody at all, right? Nobody right. at all. No good guys, no bad guys. No good guys. guys, no bad guys. Yeah, unfortunately, regulating the bad guys is the hard exactly. part. That's, yeah. yeah. If they're willing to shoot 15 <clears throat> people because they get into a fight over something, they're certainly not going to allow an ordinance that says you can't <clears throat> have a gun in this certain place. Just, yeah. just how blatant it was, too. You're surrounded by, what do they keep saying, 800 law enforcement yeah, officers? They weren't oh, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. That's what I don't understand is just... Uh, I mean, all I've seen is the back of these two guys. I know what they were wearing. That's about all I know. One's in a Mahomes, you know, jersey. Uh, But, yeah, who can understand that mindset that if I do this, my life is never going to be the same. I'm not getting out of this. I'm surrounded by tens of thousands of people. But then again, 
Of course we can't understand this kind of thinking. Yeah. I mean, people do get away with those kind of things. Now, maybe not in this extreme case when you're talking about tens of thousands of people being around. They probably do think they're going to get out of there. They probably think they're going to blend in with the crowd you know when what? they start running and can, everybody's going to start running. Can we all agree, regardless of what the gun laws are about, mm-hmm. when and this and that, so if you commit a crime with a gun in any way, shape, or form, and I don't know what the what the penalties are now, but... It should be drastic. Drastic. I mean, I don't care. I don't want to hear about your background. I don't want to hear about how hard you've had it. If you use a gun in the commission of a crime, especially if you hurt someone, but even if you don't, you should be going away for decades. You voted off the island. We don't need you. I'm not worried about your rehab. I'm not worried about you getting your GED or your PhD or you coming out and and being uh, a serviceable person for humanity. I'm done with that. We need to start punishing people. Well, we I mean we we did the mandatory minimums for drugs, and don't really think it changed anything. And um, you're probably right. But these, these two idiots, I doubt that anything that could that they could they knew what they're facing. They're mm-hmm. not that stupid. Yeah. You don't pull out a, a gun and start shooting in a crowd and not think that you're going to have repercussions. Right. But the positive side to someone that is has been proven to have used a gun in a violent way is if you do add on the length, they're not going to get out to do it again. Right. Right. If if at bare minimum they're just not with us. I'm okay with that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 